I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I miss you, man. Hey, it's my turn to go first. What are you doing? You've got hiccups. You've bloody overturned the system, the order we have. What do you like? I quit. I miss you, I miss you, man, do I miss you, I miss you, man, I miss you, I miss you, man, do I miss you. Hello there, this is Lonnie, now the only host of I Miss You, Man. How you doing out there, everybody? Hey, wait, who's back? There he is, <laughs> Dylan. Fine, I'll come back. This is the reunion episode. <laughs> how, was, how was time away from the podcast? Oh, it's been so good. I, I can't tell you how much it's helped me grow as a human being, okay. being away from you for so long, Lonnie. I don't know if that's a compliment. <laughs> what is it? You take it how you want to take it. Okay, man. Well, the good thing is the show hasn't changed since you left. Can oh, you please goodness. explain to the audience what the show, I Miss You Man, is all about? Well, I would assume it's still about uh, you and me missing each other. And taking each other on a journey each week that could be anything. Could be life, pop culture, everything in between. You know what? It still is the case that that's what we do here. <sighs> Thank goodness. This week, Dylan. Yes. I'm taking you on the journey. I'm driving the carriage. You're the emperor behind me. Let's behind the thing. carriage? No, I'm, I'm like in the front of the carriage. You're in the carriage behind me. So you're carrying me? Basically. Okay. I'll take that. To begin, Dylan. Yes. What are your thoughts on Queen Elizabeth II? She's old, isn't she? <laughs> is that the first thing that comes in mind? Is yeah. it true? Yeah, she is very old. Yeah. How old exactly, do you know? Uh, she's 95, I believe. Uh, are you into the royals? Do you care much about them? No, who would? Does anyone accept themselves? Well, people do, surprisingly. They really do. I don't, I don't understand Why? The, um... The Queen, she seems like a nice lady, um, but royalty as a concept stinks, I reckon. <laughs> just, I'm not into it. Oh, controversial it. take. Uh, yeah, I like tyrannies, Lonnie. Well, I, I just think, you know, leaders of countries shouldn't be, you know, made by birth. Maybe they should be elected by the people. Um, Most suitable for the job. Yeah, and especially, you know, other countries, you know, Australia in particular, and close to our heart, should be run by Australians, not by, you know, a foreign country. That's true. I suppose the whole premise of loyalty, or royalty in the first place, rather, is that I guess who better to teach the next king or queen than the previous king or queen in the family? Yeah, that's sort of it's hands down. I guess down. that's the logic behind it. And I, I think the, the, the higher logic as well is that God chose this family in particular, no, so keep, no, them, keep them together. No, come off that. Come on. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, um, did Ra bloody choose the queen, did he? Apparently. Well, that's what they say. Mm-hmm. Um it's a special year for Lizzie this year. It's her Platinum Jubilee. That's 70 years on the throne, Dylan. It's, it's pretty remarkable. You know, say what you will about the, the royals. It's a good run. It's a very good run. Very good run. Yeah, it, yeah. It's the most a British monarch has ever had in the years on, up, up on the throne. 
Um, and Wikipedia also notes that Queen Elizabeth II is the first Australian monarch to celebrate a platinum jubilee. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> well, yeah, by default, yes. By default, exactly right. Same as Britain, yeah. Yeah. And Australia's only been a federation since 1901, so like, if someone's been up there for 70 years, obviously. Obviously it's her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's going to take a while for someone else to you know, threaten that, surely, anyway. <laughs> yeah. We don't try not, we try to be nice at Wikipedia, but, you know, every now and then we've got to pull my home Isn't it interesting we won't see someone break her streak? No. No, we, you know, assuming we don't live, yeah, actually we won't. Actually, I mean, know. it's slimly possible if she dies this year and they get someone else in straight away, yeah. we might see it broken. It would go to Prince Charles first, but he could abdicate, and then it could go to Prince William, and he abdicated to his son, potentially. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The slimmest of chances. Yeah, totally right. I mean, but there yeah, could be a, a huge accident or something, I suppose, but yeah, you're right. It's not... I'm not, I'm not saying it's going to happen. What are you implying, Lottie? I'm what's, not implying anything. What's planned in your secret societies you're I'm, I'm not implying anything. I'm not saying there's a King Ralph situation. It's not going to happen, okay? I don't know. People, you're listening, but I get I get visual, and Lonnie gave me the biggest wink, <laughs> and he not... said, could be a big accident covered. I'm just saying, you're right, Dylan. Slim chances, okay? Mm. Um, but you're probably wondering, Dylan, what are we doing as a country to celebrate um, the Queen's Diamond Jubilee, or Platinum Jubilee. Mm. Um, you'll be pleased to know that we've got some events coming up. Some have already happened this year. We've probably missed out on, unfortunately. Oh, damn it. Um, lots of buildings are being lit up purple because that's the colour for Platinum Jubilee. Oh, isn't that great? <laughs> and they've got a little emblem that they've created as well, which, oh, is, which is nice. It's lovely. Um, very importantly, the Australian Department of Agriculture, Water and Environment, Wikipedia tells us, mm. has also launched a tree planting initiative to commemorate the Jubilee. Um, the Australian government will provide up to $15.1 million of grant funding in 2022 to eligible groups and organisations for community-based tree planting events. Okay. Here's my thing, Dylan. Yes. Where is the $15.1 million going towards podcasts to make episodes about the Queen to commemorate her? We'd do that, wouldn't we? We'd take a little bit of that money. I'd take a little scrap of that 15 mil, sure. <laughs> uh, what we can do, though, Dylan, and every Australian citizen can do this, is they can send a video message to the Queen. The government apparently is organising that. Should we do it? <laughs> I mean, why not? What's the worst that happens? She doesn't say it. She wouldn't say she, it if we didn't make one she's either. She's not going to see any of them, I don't think. No. I don't know what the point of this what is. What a weird thing to do. Maybe they're going to do like a best of the best compilation for yeah. her or something, like a little slideshow. And then we're in there. Set to Forever Young in the background. <laughs> and we're in there with our I Miss You Men t-shirts on. Oh, yeah. With a sign up saying, we love you, Lizzie. <laughs> yeah, bloody oath. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, now, you might be sad to know this episode isn't all about the Queen, um, but I thought it just give us a bit of a prologue to what we're actually talking about. The Queen has been around forever. And, mm -hmm. you know, I like stories about long things. You do? Yeah, tennis yeah. matches in particular. Um, for sure. But for today's episode, Dylan, we're going to flip that idea on its head. Who are the, the youngest leaders? things. Well, oh. who are the leaders? Who are the prime ministers, the presidents, the kings, the queens who had the shortest reign, Dylan? Oh, have we already touched on this before? 
Oh lose? no, he didn't actually. Was, who was the guy that went into the running and then quit on the radio? <laughs> I, I thought about this again. I'll, I'll bring it up again. Mal Meninga. Yes, He's that's right. Famous footballer slash football coach who signed up to run for parliament in Canberra, and then within the first interview, the first question, he quit. Yeah. So I guess he doesn't quite fall into your category because he didn't make it into the leadership position, but no. I'm glad he can get an honourable mention. Yeah, exactly right. I'll mention that whenever I can. That's a great story. <laughs> sure, he couldn't get through the first question. <laughs> it was too tough. Uh, I mean, props to him for knowing he was too out of his depth right yeah, away. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I didn't think of that, actually. He's a better man than Trump was then, eh? Yeah, totally. Yeah, Trump did not want to be president, did he? Like, he wanted to on one level, but he didn't want to do anything... Of the actual work. He, he wanted the status, but not the responsibilities. Yeah, which is his whole life, basically, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, so, I'm thinking you probably know a few of these, Dylan. I know you're a learned man. I know you've got lots of <laughs> books behind you right now. You're a historian by trade, if not by vocation. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Not particularly, but hey, I'll take it. Why right. not? All right. Um. What I'm going to do, I'm going to throw some names at you. I'm going to give you a few facts, and then we're going to decide together who we think should have got more time on the throne slash in the president's chair or whatever. Okay. Sounds okay. Like yeah, yeah. I want to preface this by saying that we're not, we're just kind of getting the, the highlights of these people, not getting too in depth. So I'm hoping we don't say, oh, yeah, this guy should have got way more time. And it turns out he's actually, you know, yeah. walking. If there's any Felipe Paldrone fans out there, we're sorry. <laughs> we didn't go into his full reign. Yeah. So we've got a. We're now the podcast, comedy podcast. Let's get into it. All right. First up, I thought we'd start pretty close to home, Dylan. Australia. Queensland in particular. Okay. Oh, hello. And there's a reason why. Um, here in Queensland, the elected leader of the state is the Premier, right? Yes. The guy the longest run was Joe Bielka-Peterson. I don't mind saying he was bad. He was a very, very bad word, Dylan. I won't say in the podcast, but... The very bad word. The C word. The forbidden C word. I'll, I'll say it now, Dylan. I'll say it now. He was corrupt. Okay? Oh. I was going to say he was a cock. Well, that too, I think. And also maybe the other one you're thinking of right now. Um, he was on the throne. The throne. The Premier's throne. <laughs> Hello. Um, well, he basically the Premier ran, of Queensland. He Never ran it as a, like a body, his own you know, autocratic rule for 19 oh, years, right? Hmm. Um, opposite on the scale, though, a guy called Anderson Dawson was the Premier. How many days do you reckon he was Premier for in 1899? 1899? Mm-hmm. Um, There's lots of danger around back then. That's still the tail end of the wild, wild west. Yeah. Um, so I'd say he probably got shot up by bandits in town probably uh, 20 days into his reign. I mean, you've not really hit the nail on the head there, but it was oh. quite short. It was one, two, three, four, five, six days in power. Six well, days. Still. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. It wasn't bandits, though. Although uh-huh. maybe he thought they were. Um, there's not a lot to say about him. Um, well, there's a bit to say, actually. But not about his reign. Obviously, six days isn't a huge amount of time. He didn't enough. get much done. No. He didn't power through anything. No. Yeah. Um, he was a strong unionist. He was a miner before he was in politics. Um, he was a bit of Man a journal as well. Um, okay. He was big into socialism. Huge into that. Um, basically, there was another group in power, and they had sort of been in the ministry for a while, 
and they were like infighting it seems and they sort of fell apart and so he swooped in and you know told the governor governor hey i'm going to be premier now everyone's behind me um and they're like okay you, you're, you're the minister you're the premier now um but then within a week the other people sort of got organized and got him out so no. <laughs> poor guy um but it's very weird he the the guy who's premier before him didn't come back in as the premier after him so someone else came in so within seven days there were three different premiers of queensland it's just so weird to think about isn't it goodness me it, it kind of shows you like do we you know nothing really changed that seven days but everyone just has to think that something's changed yeah. you know what i mean it's just yeah i mean know. our our politics system in australia is pretty stupid yeah, this can, this can happen any day, basically. Like, it's democratic, but not really. <laughs> yeah, we vote the party, and then they choose the leader, but then they can change the leader anytime they want. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's one thing about, that's you know, a gift and a curse, I suppose, about like the American system where it's quite hard to get rid of the, the president. So. Oh, yeah. Yep. Has we've to had, be a big had, old impeachment, if anything. Pretty much, that's, yeah. That's the minimum. <laughs> exactly. In here, your mates can just like not like you anymore, and they can vote you out. Yeah, you know, tossed out. Kevin Rudd style. Not on. No. K Rudd didn't deserve that. No, and then it happened to every pre- every president, every prime minister, sorry, in, in <laughs> going forward except for Morrison, bizarrely. Which is the one who deserved it the most. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Um, so he became a senator afterwards. This is Dawson because yeah. Australia became a federation in 1901, as he mentioned. Um. But he had health issues and alcohol issues. Oh. Um, he was the Minister of Defence for a bit, but then he sort of fell out with the Labour Party top brass, so um, that didn't work out for him. And then he died in 1910. And, you know, you know what we hear about politicians and their families and they have to be away from work for a long time. Seems like he and his family became estranged and they didn't go to his funeral, so that's kind of sad to hear. Jeez, um, rough stuff. In terms of legacy, obviously, six days didn't do much in power. <laughs> there is, though, Dylan, a very cool photo of him leaving, supposedly. I'm, I'm, guess, I'm guessing it's true. Leaving Parliament after he became Premier. I'm going to send it to you now. Okay, all right. What's he doing in the photo? Describe it for the people, Lonnie. Well, I want you to describe it, Dylan, because okay. actually, it reminds me of a very famous um, movie poster. Ooh, I think you'll I think you'll pick up on it straight away. What what movie are you thinking? You think I'll just get it straight off the bat? I reckon you're just going to get it. Right. I'll just send it to you now. Well, have a little looky loo. Have a little looky loo. Oh, Wikipedia. That's where I get the information from, Bill. No. What a shock. They're asking for money. Gosh. <laughs> Reservoir Dogs? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I still haven't favorite. seen. I need to see it, but... Ah, oh, it's amazing. It's one of my favourite Quentin movies. I like to the, think um, QT saw this picture. That's where he got inspiration from for the movie. <laughs> possibly, possibly. Yeah. But yeah, they're just basically all walking towards camera like a bunch of badasses, all dressed in suits. And he looks a bit like a, like a uh, bandit from the Wild Wild yeah. West, doesn't he? Oh, definitely. And they were all, all rocking the bloody moustaches, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Three-piece suits. One guy's got a cane, yeah. which is very cool. They've all got cowboy hats on. Yeah. And this is Parliament House in Brisbane, which I actually walk past every day on the way to work these days. So I could recreate this for you, is what I'm saying, Dylan. With just you? Just, well, I could do it and I can Photoshop myself into every pose <laughs> if you wanted to. Too. Yeah. 
I'll take like eight of you photoshopped in a photo. <laughs> Wearing these exact same outfits. Okay. Yeah. All right. For the people. Uh, so that's that's Dawson. And, you know, six days, that's probably the shortest ever premier reign here in Australia, any any state. Huh. Um, do you know who had the next shortest time in Queensland, though? And how long that was? Next shortest. I'm yeah. sticking with my original guess, only 20 days. You reckon 20 days? No, day. Seven days. <laughs> so, Fuck's sake. Gordon Chalk. <laughs> and guess where he was from? Only T-Bar. Oh, hello. Of all places. Hello. Um, Home down, boy. He, he took over in 1968, basically caretaker sort of role. They need someone in the seat while they... Like a transitional leader. Yeah, yeah, the other Premier died, and so he took over just while they were getting a vote organised, and then um, the Trebiot Peterson came in. Um, so there's a little bit of a difference between um, our boy Dawson for six days and Gordon Traw for seven days, and our next guy, who was Frank Ford, who was Australian PM for seven days, Dylan... That was from the 6th to the 13th of July, 1945. So difference there is that Frank Ford, Prime Minister and Gordon Chalk, they were both like sort of caretaker roles. Mm. But Dawson came in and was like, yeah, I'm Premier for good now. And then like six days later, oh, no, not anymore. Okay. So Frank Ford, you might recognise that date when he was um, Prime Minister, 1945. Some world events happening around that time in history. Yeah, okay. Remind me. World War Two. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty big one. Pretty yeah. big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So the, the previous um, Prime Minister was John Curtin, and he died. And they died in office, which is pretty wild to think about. Mm. They, they reckon, Worked himself to death. Well, you know, the stress of the war is often sort of, you know. Oh, we're all right. Well, yeah, because he was doing a pretty good job, is what they say. Wow. Didn't know you were a curtain head, mate. Hello. <laughs> Closet he, curtain head over here. I don't know a whole lot about him, but he's remembered one of the best PMs. They say lots of folks love him. Dang. Um, and, you know, a lot of American, yeah, lots of the American theatre of the war was sort of run from Australia. So I think he was pretty involved. But you're right. We are kind of usually pretty safe from world events down here, aren't we? Which is nice. Pretty isolated, yeah. yeah. But we always help out. We try to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Frank Ford, he, one week in the office, again, not a huge lot of his legacy to talk about. He was a teacher before going into politics. Um, back then, it was weird, they didn't have deputy PMs, but he was kind of the de facto deputy PM. That's why he took over as leader after yeah, yeah. John Curtin died. Yeah. Um, it's kind of sad. He put his hand up to be the real prime minister, but then lost the vote. <laughs> so, Rough. And then he became deputy again, so it's kind of like... Everyone liked him being deputy, you know. That was his place. Yeah. Um, kind of um, strangely, after the war, um, his political fortunes turned pretty sour. I'm going to quote from Wikipedia here. Now, boys and girls, Wikipedia. Your boys and girls. Don't know why you hate so They're asking for money, Lon. They need money to survive. It's free. They say, as the Pacific War ended on 15th of August, Ford's primary responsibility was to oversee the demobilisation of Australia's troops who were spread around the country and across the Pacific. He, to bring them back, basically. The war's over, let's get them back. He handled the issue in a way that was unpopular with the general public 
refusing appeals to release servicemen early, but also making public statements about the rate of demobilisation that turned out to be inaccurate. Which I think is Wikipedia's way of saying he was lying about his job. He's a dirty dog! Yeah. So then in 1946, there was an election. Ford unexpectedly lost his seat to Liberal candidate Charles Davidson, who was a returned soldier. So you can kind of see, like, this guy's getting in trouble about troops. Let's get a troop in. Yeah. Um, he suffered a 10-point swing against him compared with a nationwide 0.2-point swing against Labour Party. So pretty much they're like, screw this guy. The way it goes, though, in politics, he got a pretty sweet gig after that. He went to be the Australian High Commissioner to Canada for six years. Again, Canada also seems like it stays pretty much out of world events. So oh, yeah. going to be... <laughs> You know, the ambassador over there, just chilling, I'm guessing. I don't know. Yeah. Definitely our spiritual cousins up in Canada. I reckon so, yeah. Um, Then he came back to Queensland and went into state politics. Apparently he's the first and only um, Prime Minister to go back into state politics after being Prime Minister. Okay. And then he tried a few times to get back into federal parliament, but it didn't work out. But he did live to be 92, which is a pretty good age. It's a good run. Mm. Good run. Mm Mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't feel as harsh for me because it was kind of like he was always just going to be the caretaker if this sort of thing happened, like you know Dawson seized his opportunity and then was you know kicked out. This guy was like, yeah, I'll just keep the seat warm, you know. <laughs> Let's go further afield, Dylan. A little country mm. called the U.S. of A. You heard of it? Yes. Okay. U.S.A. 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 That's what they say. Star Spangled Banner, apple pie. It's America. William Henry Harrison, the president of the USA, in 1841. I want you to guess his length, his term length, to the day. If you get it right, I'll buy you a raspberry lemonade. So just how many days? How many days? 20. (laughs) You're going with 20, aren't you? You're a bit closer this time. It was 31 days, Dylan. In this one, it kind of feels worse to me because he had a bit of a go at it. He didn't just have, you know, seven days keeping the seat warm. He really... He had a crack. Had a crack, yeah. Mm. Um, So he didn't accomplish anything either? Pretty much. He's famous for dying in the wrong... Oh, no! Early. Now, the popular story goes, and the one I thought was true, was that he didn't want to be seen as weak... And so he didn't wear a coat at his inauguration, and that was, like, in the rain, and it's in, you know, still end of winter in, you know, Washington is pretty pretty uh, bad time to be out in the rain, pretty cold. Sure. Uh, seems like it might be a bit complicated than that, though, a bit more complicated. But it is treated wear a coat, which is probably, you know, you can't really excuse that. That's, you know, cold outside, we'll put a coat on. You don't condone it? I don't condone. Look after yourself. That's what I'm saying, you know. Like, you I, can I, die in self-care. I do. You can say that. Okay. I don't condone, you know, aggressive and self, um, self-hatred and self-destructive behaviour, to be clear. It's quite the stance to take, but I'll support you on it. Thank you very much. Yeah, Wikipedia also says. <laughs> yeah. he, he took the oath of office on Thursday, March 4, 1841, a cold and wet day. He braved the chilly weather... And chose not to wear an overcoat or a hat. He rode on horseback to the grand ceremony and then delivered the longest inaugural address in American history. I'm going to go here, Dylan. How long? 
how long you reckon it is? How many words? 20 minutes. Right, and how many? Oh, okay. It's longer than 20 minutes. I can give you the word or you can try the, the how long the thing can turn. Minutes again. Minutes or hours. Minutes or hours? That little hint there. Um, two hours. Nearly two hours. 8,445 words. That's half a raspberry. Words. Okay. We'll, we'll, half share, a raspberry. we'll share a raspberry. We'll get two okay. straws. All right. That's fair. I love it. Um, so apparently yeah, he wrote this massive long speech, two hours to read in the rain, in the cold. Um, there's a story here, Freeling. He opines, strange to use the word for Wikipedia, he opines that speeches like this were actually common at the time and that its irony was rich as Harrison a lifelong office seeker elected by deeply partisan politics criticised both. So he wasn't happy with anything going on. No, 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 not at all. He condemned it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, following the speech, he rode through the streets in the inaugural parade, stood in a three-hour receiving line at the White House, and attended three inaugural balls that evening. So there's, there's the idea, I guess, is that he caught something there and then he got sick later. It seems like he didn't, get, he didn't get sick until March 24, though, which is 20 days later. So it might be a bit of a stretch to say he caught something. Then maybe he did. I don't know. You never know. What diseases were flying around that time? Polio? Well, there are some theories we'll, I'll get to in this moment. We do know that on March 24, he went for a walk again and got caught in the storm and apparently didn't take his wet clothes off. When he got why back he, to the office. Why does he just love walking in the rain? What's his issue? <laughs> My next line, Dylan. Two days later, he fell ill. A doctor saw him and he feels better. He goes for another walk <laughs> in the morning. Pants out rained. And yeah, he, he apparently he got sick again from there. So I'm just like, every time he's aides looking around, he's out for another walk. <laughs> they try to lock him in. It's like breaking out. Diving through what a window. A, what a silly boy. I know, I just don't get it. And the idea, it's just so strange to think that he's probably going out by himself as well. Like no, no security, security yeah. secret service or whatever. Yeah. Be odd. Okay, so he's gone on multiple walks in the rain. He's got quite ill apparently. Mm. The doctor comes in to help him. And I'm going to say doctor is a pretty loose um, term in this, in this Ooh, instance, Dylan. Why is that? I'm going to read you what the doctor did apparently. Miller applied mustard plaster to the president's stomach and gave him a mild laxative and he felt better that afternoon was that just coming the day time he felt ill like okay here's some laxative go poop it out and yeah go take a shit see how you feel (laughs) at 4am sunday march 28 so four days after his big walk yeah yeah okay (laughs) harrison developed severe pain in the side and the doctor initiated bloodletting Again, they're just like, okay, you're a bit sick. Let's get some blood out of you. Let's just see how that goes. Yeah, I mean, throw shit at the wall, see what sticks, I guess. Yeah, basically. Um, they stopped doing that when they realized there was a drop in his pulse rate. Um, Miller also applied heated cups to the president's skin to enhance blood flow. Just the okay. most whack things that you wouldn't, you'd probably get these that are, you know, well, it's, um, they do cupping nowadays, don't they? Well, it's all alternative medicine, isn't it? So, well, oh, it helps just... like muscles and and stuff. Heaps of wrestlers do it. It, it can help. I'm getting, it's, it's more therapeutic than medical, I think. But it, it wouldn't have helped him. Well, <laughs> evidently, yeah. <laughs> Got him. The doctor gave him castor oil and medicines to induce vomiting, 
been diagnosed him with pneumonia in the right lung. Um, so that's on the Sunday. The next sentence, it doesn't say that Miller was fired, but I think he was fired, Dylan, because it says, a team of doctors was called on Monday, March 29, and they confirmed right lower lobe pneumonia. So I feel like they've had one guy just been like, just have a poo, have a vomit. Let's get some blood out of you. And like, maybe we should get some real doctors in here. <laughs> See what they reckon. Um, although, they do say here that Harrison was then administered uh, laudanum, opium, and camphor, along with wine and brandy. So again, it was... Maybe, hey, that's a pretty good way to go out. Well... Opium, so. wine, brandy. Mm, just going for it. <laughs> so people have realized something's amiss out there in the public. No one's seen the president for a few days. And they're just seeing multiple doctors going <laughs> into his office. It's raining. They don't see him walking outside. They're like, what's going on? Yeah. This is, this is, this is his time of day. This is um, William Henry Harrison. Weather. He never misses a good rainstorm to walk in. What's happening? Um, so, again, it doesn't say exactly here on Wikipedia, um, but I'm getting the impression that they were sort of lying to the press or at least trying to give a good impression. Oh, probably. Yeah. Um, sometimes they're like, oh, he's getting better, but he actually is getting worse. But then also, I suppose, it's hard for them to know with their version of medicine how he's going. Maybe they're like, oh, you can sleep it off. You'll be fine tomorrow. Maybe that was a true he thing. He took a thought. shit, had a bomb. Yeah. Got him some brandy and wine. He'd be all right. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's kind of what they said back then, hey? <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, I'm going to read from Wikipedia again. This is about the final, final moments. In the evening of Saturday, April 3rd, Harrison developed severe diarrhea and became delirious. And at 8.30pm, he uttered his last words to his attending doctor. I don't know which doctor it was. The doctor was there. Mm. They assume these last words for were for the Vice President, John Tyler. He said, Sir, I wish you to understand the true principles of the government. I wish them carried out. I ask nothing more. Now, Dylan, the assumption there is that he meant these for the President, Vice President, sorry. But they say he said it to his doctor. How do we know the doctor was not the intended recipient? Maybe he was saying to the doctor, "Hey, can you please take over?" It's possible. He was delirious. It? They did say he was delirious. Yeah. He's still president. But it's he had, true. He had severe diarrhea. So maybe if you've got severe diarrhea, it's kind of like nothing you say counts. Yeah. Yeah. You've lost all credibility at that point. <laughs> Poor guy. Um. What actually killed him, though? You, you were saying maybe it wasn't 
just the rain. Maybe it was something else. Lots of diseases going around. Yeah. Um, the prevailing theory at the time, Wikipedia says, what is that his illness had been caused by the bad weather at his inauguration three weeks earlier, or any day that he goes out for a run, I suppose. <laughs> um, but Jane McHugh and Philip A. Uh, Makuak did an analysis in clinical infectious diseases in 2014. They were examining Miller's notes and records showing that the White House water supply was downstream of a public sewage. And they concluded that he likely died of septic shock due to enteric fever or typhoid, basically. He's drinking poo. Apparently, yeah. It's it's really hard to think about how how um smelly and how disgusting a lot of life was back then, hey, with that proper sewage and cleaning and baths and things. Not on. Yeah. Um bit of argy bargy after this was to work out who was the new president. Mm. Um he was the first to die in office and eighteen forties America hadn't really been you know, having presidents for like I don't know, about 50, 60 years. Yeah. Um, so because the Constitution apparently was saying the vice president takes over the powers and duties of the office of president, but especially if um, yeah, the president removal, death, resignation, or inability. Um, but it was kind of unclear about does that mean he takes on the powers but stays vice president, or is he now the president? president? The vice president just took over, basically, and then they yeah. they sort of out in, in parliament or in their congress and like, yeah, that that makes sense. We'll do that. We'll just make sure it's in there properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what happened in House of Cards. So mm. yeah, well, and that's and that's that's true. As politically accurate as you can get. That's what they say. <laughs> now, legacy for Mister Harrison. Well, he's a big campaigner. Apparently, one of the first guys to really go out and sort of hit the streets and campaign. Um, before he became president, though, he was very well known um, in sort of state politics, especially in Indiana, because he was um, signing treaties with the Native American groups that were there. Okay. So he like got lots of land for the US and sort of with these treaties. Um, but I think looking back in the, with the modern lens, we would say he's pretty much using dirty tactics and ripping them off, basically. Also... He was very pro-slavery, and like the country was at the time, for sure. And you know they had a big war over it a couple of years later. Yeah. But you know, not on. You don't condone slavery. I no. know that. You don't have to confirm that. I don't. You know that. We've that had saying. that discussion before. Yeah, definitely. Um. But yeah, it it is just you have to know. Even back then, you'd have to know, wouldn't you? I guess you're in society. And that's that's commonplace in your society, but still, owning people, that's just I understand it, Dylan. I'm saying it's rough. Good. Saying it's good. It's very rough, isn't it? One little quirk though of history is that his grandson was president later on. And they're the only grandson, grand dad to do Father. it together. Yeah. <laughs> Lost the word for a second. Forgot what a granddad was. Yeah. But you know what a grandson was. Yeah, I don't know for sure. No. I am one, so Yeah. But you're not a granddad, so you don't know. Not yet. Not as familiar. <laughs> I think we should go back to royalty, Dylan. All right. I looked up the shortest serving monarchs, okay? And I was expecting a similar list to this with, you know, people with um, a month, a week maybe, somewhere in the 20-day range perhaps, which is what you think would be a good good, good chunk of time, wouldn't you? Yeah. 
Now, Wikipedia has a page for the shortest serving monarchs. The first little subheading of that page, Dylan, is called Monarchs Who Reigned for Less Than a Day. Less than a day. The face you made is the face I made. I was like, what the hell? Less than a day? Well, That's I short. assume if it's going back to like Dark Ages and that, I guess it's like you can kill for the king. Well, kingdom. We've had a metal episode about throwing people at windows, didn't we? Defenestration. Mm, defenestration, that's mm, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I thought I'd take you through like the top three or four of these because it is kind of very little to talk about because they were on the throne for so short, sometimes not even on the throne at all. Oh, didn't even make it to the seat. Yeah, basically. Um, Rough. But how long do you think we're talking here, Dylan? We're talking less than a day, but how, how long do you actually think we're talking 20 about? hours. A bit less. There are some like that. But 20 minutes. Yes. About 20 minutes, Dylan. I finally got it. The 20 pulled through. Now we've got um, Lily XIX. So what's that? Is that 24? No, 14. What? Lily XIX? Louis. King Louis of France. XIX. Ah. That'd be 14, wouldn't it? Yes. X is 10. No, XIX, that's 19, isn't it? 19. Oh, yes, could be. Sorry. No, wait. Is it? Yeah, one before 10. So you're 19, I think. Yes. Should we confirm this before we put this out? (laughs) Nah. I'll trust you. I'll trust your judgment. Nah, 19, Dylan. son of a historian. Dylan, you're right. How did I even doubt you? 19. You didn't doubt me. You're on board when I said it. Yeah, that's true. I doubted myself, if anything. Don't do that, you know? I shouldn't. I shouldn't, Lonnie. Yeah, back yourself. All right. Now, what happened to Louis the Nineteenth? you're wondering? Sure. He was the heir of Charles X, and he was forced to abdicate during the July Revolution. Um, it says here, though he's said to have reigned, in quotation marks, for some minutes, and identified as the shorting, shortest reigning monarch by the Guinness Book of Records, and they're never wrong, so we should <laughs> never. trust them. Absolutely. Um, he was never proclaimed, and the abdications that Charles and he had, they were announced through the same document. So they were signed on the same page, piece of paper, right? Mm. So uh, Louis Antoine um, is said to have been king, this is Louis, he said to have been king between his father's signature and his own. So pretty much <laughs> after his dad signed it and after he signed it, they're saying 20 minutes. It could have been a minute, could have been a bit longer. Jesus. Yeah. So that one is, it's a bit rough because he didn't actually ever get proclaimed or whatever, but still. If we, He's if a we... Guinness World Record holder. Yeah, exactly. Which is more than most people can say. Yeah. We can't say that. No. Not yet. Not yet. Not until I talk about the world's best and most accurate podcast. We're in contention for that. Louis Philippe of the King of uh, Louis the Second Philippe of King of Portugal is here. Now, he was murdered. <gasps> well, it says here that Carlos I was murdered in Lisbon regicide. His oldest son and heir, Prince Louis Philippe, was also fatally wounded in the attack. But he survived his father by 20 minutes. So, technically, for those 20 minutes, he was the king. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Again, though, you know, they, they say this is the king, but, again, no, no, no proclamation. And, you know, is he officially recognised, given that it was the last 20 minutes of his life? Yeah. 
Would you count it, Lonnie? If you had the decision to make, if it was in your hands, would you count it? I think I think I would count it just because like that's the rules they have in place. Um, and it's funny to think, hey, the law says you're the king now, but it's not until you have an actual big ceremony that you become the real king. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I hear you. I yeah, hear you. you hear me? Yeah. I'm on your side, hundred percent. Yeah. Thank you. Um, the the next ones that I'm not going to go into, they are. Oh, well, I'll get the second one. Michael II, 15th of March, 1917, um, he succeeded as the Emperor of Russia following the abdication of Nicholas II. He made his accession conditional on the decision of the provisional government. So the provisional government were coming in. This is during the Russian Revolution. You probably know a bit about that. Mm. Lots of shit going on. If, oh, if, yeah. I, if I can put it mildly, Dylan, if I can sum <laughs> that up, those several years of tumultuous Lots history. of shit going on. Lots of Definitely. shit going on. That's an accurate, accurate description. Yeah. Um, so Nicholas II was trying to get out of it. He abdicated and then um, Michael was coming in. But then he like, I want to do it. What these guys reckon. It's like, no, we can do it. What these guys reckon. It's, it's just rough. Numerous questions surround the existence of any reign, again in quotation marks, starting with the legality or lack thereof of Nicholas' abdication to his brother while by- bypassing their son Alexei. So like, could he even have done this at all? You know, let alone waiting for what the provisional government thinks. Um, the next ones are kind of what you were saying before about, you know, Dark Age, this sort of thing where people are just killing willy-nilly. No. And it makes you wonder, like, yeah, what's a king if he can be killed? And then it's like, <laughs> I'm the king now. Like, oh, okay. Well, that's the law, right. I suppose. Yeah. 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 So um, you get killed as well. He's <laughs> not a king. I will... Um, this list, the link to this in our show notes, you can go through. There are people who reign for less than a week, less than a month, less than, you know, less than three months. Less It'd than be all over the shop. Yeah. Definitely. And you go back through history, there are so many tumultuous periods. Um, and we think it's pretty bad when we lose a prime minister, you know, <laughs> during a, you know, electoral sort of situation or, you know, as we're saying, the it's kind of legal. We're not talking about people getting killed out, out of nowhere and revolutions and the military coming in. It's just a bunch of dickheads in Parliament want to be <laughs> special. Um, I'm getting political. I'm sorry, Dylan. Can't can't avoid it. Um, there's one more though. I thought I'd recommend. Oh, recommend. Recommend. Oh, recommend for us to discuss. Okay. We're going to Africa, Dylan. We're going to go to Sierra Leone. Have you heard of Siaka Stevens? No. Me either. Before I did this episode. I'm glad I did, though, because this is a very interesting fact here. I looked up, there's this website called ranker.com. We've been across that before. They rank things. Oh, really? <laughs> they oh. do. Surprising. Okay. Um, and they had a list about this sort of stuff, and they said that Stevens was both the shortest-serving and longest-serving head of state in Sierra Leone history. What do you reckon? Very cool. Don't know how to process that, Lonnie. Tell me more. I'll explain more. Basically, what happened is that in 1967, he won the election. Although I wrote here that we won the election. I was not involved. I should <laughs> clarify that, Dylan. I was not part of this. <laughs> he won the election all by himself. Maybe his party, I'm guessing. But minutes later, there was a military coup. 
So the military didn't like the fact that he won the election, basically. Right. Very bad timing. Um, but then, within a number of days, perhaps a month, he became the real prime minister. Uh, and the country became a republic in 1971. And he then he was a president from then and until he gave it up in 1985. So if you count that initial few minutes as his first run as prime minister, that's pretty short, right? Yeah, I guess. Again, would you count it, Lonnie? Well, I feel like had the election, they counted the votes, he got it. Then the military came in and said, hey, cool it. I think like we can kind of count that first little bit and then military obviously calmed down in some way and he became real real prime minister. I'm kind of okay with that being the shortest reign at the beginning. All right. I, I, I beg to differ, but okay. I'll defer to what, you. What's your, what's your thinking? Um, I just think, nah, come on. <laughs> it's a good <laughs> argument. I'm going to go out on a limb here, though, Dylan, and say we probably shouldn't recommend that um, Shaka Stevens should have got longer. Two things for this. First reason is that he did get another chance. <laughs> he was the longest serving president and everything, so he's kind of had a, had a good go. Yeah. Um, second is that Wikipedia says that his regime was very repressive and corrupt, even by African standards of the time. Uh, many of his opponents, some of which also once close associates, were imprisoned and killed. The internal security unit, a gang of unemployed urban nudes, amply supplied with drugs, was deployed as Stephen's personal death squad. Jesus. He uh, also grossly mismanaged the economy. He and his closest colleagues looted state resources to the point where the state was un- unable to supply basic services. The education system was more or less non-existent. The poverty was especially pronounced in rural areas, which were largely isolated from Freetown, which is, I guess, the main town. Um, although he had retired by the time of the Sierra Leone Civil War in 1991, the impact of his political, social, economic policies directly contributed to that conflict. So, so he wasn't no. the grooviest cat. No, I wouldn't say that, Dylan. And okay. Yeah. No good. Not on. There we go, Dylan. I've given you a few leaders here. Um, as I said, a lot of countries do go through this sort of stuff, and luckily here in Australia we don't really have this so much happening where someone can be, the military comes in and tries to change the government. Um, not yet. Not yet, not until you get up there. <laughs> never say never, one. Anything's um, possible. And also, yeah, it's kind of like who the president or the king is is just who we all agree is at the time, and it can just change very quickly, so... Yeah, it's not like someone up top has ordained this. Ra, as he said, didn't come down and say this is how it's going to happen. No. Let's decide who should have got more time on a hot seat, Dylan. We've got the Queensland Socialist Premier, the Aussie PM caretaker during the war, the US President who kept running out in the rain. We've got all these guys who were just monarchs for about 20 minutes before they died, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and also, we're not, not going to count Saka Stevens, okay? Just, that's my executive decision here. Okay, all right, fair enough. Um, it's up to you. So who was before Curtin? Um, well, Frank Ford came after him. After him, okay. So Frank Ford was a guy of seven days. Curtin was the the good prime minister during the war. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll give it to him. Do you think he Frank Ford? in seven days. Yeah, why okay. not? 
Yeah. Prime Minister Ford's a good name. It's Ford with an E at the end. Does that change things for you? Yeah, no, he's out. I don't okay. like that. <laughs> Why spell names weird? Yeah, well, do you think E should be in names like that? No. No. I tend to agree. I don't like silent letters in names. No. Stupid. No. That's yeah, why if you have a silent letter in your first name, you are the biggest idiot I've ever heard of wow. in my life. Wow. I know. Wow. Yeah, it's funny, the other day, looking at um, houses, I'm looking for a place at the moment, and there was a house on a street, and the street was Gilray Street, so G-I-L-R-E-Y. So I could yeah. not live here. <laughs> not on Gilroy on Gilray. <laughs> Actually. So you could say your address, mate. It'd be yeah. great. I could put up a little sign or something. Go yeah. move in. Okay, well. Or just graffiti the streets on. Yeah, yeah that's an idea. Yeah. So you're thinking maybe Frank Ford, if he changes his name. Yeah. Okay. That'd okay. be the condition, but I'm sure he'd be happy to do that. Well, he was keen to get back into politics. He was. Know, so... He was very excited, wasn't he? So. Yeah. Okay. I think you'll make that sacrifice. Yeah, Frankie Ford. All right. You've done it. You've done it. You've been elected by the I Miss You Men. Hundreds of years after it was needed. Yes, exactly right. A hundred years. Give or take. Well, take a few. <laughs> well, that's when I was talking about the shortest reign of leaders. Who's fun? You like that one? I did. I did very much so. Very Sorry, much. I was having a sip of strawberry milk that's for okay. people at home. <laughs> um. Well, our next segment, Dylan. Still here. What's it called? Get amongst it. Exactly right. Now, what do we do on this segment, Dylan? Well, the person who's hosting the episode usually tells the other and the people listening at home something to get amongst. Exactly right. Whether that be a movie, television show, food. We've mentioned the Rebel Whopper before, haven't we? That's kind of like a standing item. You just, if in doubt... Go get yourself a real whopper. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, what I'm going to recommend to you today, Dylan, is a television show. It's on Disney Plus, so you can get amongst it pretty easily. It's Don't called say Moon Knight. It's not Moon Knight. Okay. I haven't seen Moon Knight yet. Why bother? It's Marvel, right? Who cares? Well, Stupid. I like Oscar Isaac. I'm just like another Marvel show. You know. It's getting tiring, isn't it? It's getting too much. It's it is much. way too much. Like. Back in the day, it was two movies a year, and we were fine. I know, and we were so pumped to get Daredevil. We're like, oh my gosh, yeah, finally! Now we got fifty million shows. Yeah, those are on Disney Plus as well now. Mm-hmm. It's a bit much. This no one needed bit... a Hawkeye show. I'm sorry, no, no, no one <laughs> needed a Hawkeye show. I'm just saying that. I'm putting that out there. Yeah, unneeded. Yeah, I, I wouldn't right. mind if they did a few more like. I don't know, like mini series, like one episode or two episodes or something. Just oh, seven episodes, too much. Yeah, and you just know it's going to be dragged out. Ah, oh, and it is. Yeah. Anyway, what are you getting amongst? Well, the show that I'm going to recommend is very good. It's not Marvel related at all. It's The Dropout. Have you heard this one at all, Dylan? Yeah, I, th- I think I've seen. Uh... Has it been on the banner on the front page a couple of times? Has it would have it? been. It's it's. The last episode just been out at the time of recording, so just this week. The last ever episode, series finale. Yeah, well, it's it's ended. 
there is potential it could go into the future. I'll explain why. It's a dramatization of real events. It's about Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos. Do you know much about Theranos? No. So she was basically a fraudster in America. And her thing was that she was developing a technology to take one drop of blood to then do all these medical tests on. Great idea. Never worked. Yet she was getting billions of dollars. And I'm, I'm talking billions of dollars to develop this technology while knowing it wasn't working, basically. And the show charts her journey from high school slash college, where she drops out, to then go on to her career and it sort of um, details her fraudulent career. Um, it's very interesting. Um, it's a, quite a popular story among some circles because there's like big expose, there's been books written about it, there's been documentaries about it. Um, and this was a podcast initially, this actual, the dropout was, and now they've mm. made a biopic of it, basically. It's very fascinating. She's just the strangest person, right? Just the strangest, strangest person. Yeah, give you a, if you want to go watch it, go watch it. But I'll give you a little hint here, Dylan, because I think you might be interested if I tell you these things. Yeah. She modeled herself on Steve Jobs. Okay. And by yeah. that, I mean, she wore dark turtlenecks and dark suits. She rocked the turtlenecks, okay, yep. okay, yeah. Um, she lowered her voice to seem more professional, and so whenever she talks, she's got this really low voice. Here at Theranos, we're trying to change the world. Just, like, so weird, right? Mm, okay. Just, just really weird. It's not that weird. People talk differently to, you know, cashiers. Yeah. And she's got a, got a few screws loose, though, Dylan. Mm, okay. Um, Who are you to judge, Lonnie? <laughs> The reason I say there could be more happening is that this um, this series gets to a certain point in her life, but then there's been a huge criminal trial since then, and she is still waiting for that to finish at the moment. So potentially down the track, they could do more about what happens after this. You know, um, yeah. it's always Depends interesting. How entertaining it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's exactly right. It's good to see the you know the rise and fall of somebody. It's kind of a very American story. Um, Amanda Seyfried plays her. Okay. And I've always liked Amanda Seyfried, like, you know, never not liked her, I should say, really, but never really thought strongly about her either way, but she's yeah, amazing she's a, in this. Really? She's okay. really, really good. Everything I've seen her in, she's been, she's been okay. She's been fine and everything. Yeah. yeah, and you never, I've never sung her praises too much, but I am now, Dylan. La, 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 la. I'm singing her praises. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I watched it for her alone. Stephen Fry has an important role. All right. It's good. I like Stephen Fry. I like Stephen Fry. He doesn't. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So yeah, that that's what I'd recommend. Um. I was in it, I was hooked in it from the beginning, but I knew a better story already, and I'm kind of interested in that sort of stuff. And there's been a few shows that are coming out, kind of like in a row about fraudsters in America, but this is one I've seen and the one I like. So, the dropout. Strong recommend from your boy Lonnie. So how many episodes all up? Eight episodes. All about 40 to 45 minutes long. And that's it. She's yeah. done now. Yeah. I guess it's kind of eight movies, really. So. Well, more like four movies. They're about 45 minutes long, the episodes, so. All right. It's a kind of like. Oh, yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. It's like a television show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I get on you.
Good on you. Can't snow that face, can I? <laughs> Time to wrap up, Dylan. How do we wrap up this show? Um, I guess we can talk what social platforms are on. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Exactly right. Um, please get in touch. It's been great getting in touch with some fans recently. Um, we've been doing some guest episodes as well of late, so they'll be on our feed. If you get sick of hearing it out, bloody voices, you could probably get some other people hear some other voices as well. Be good stuff. Yeah, it'd be a good change of pace. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just want to also plug the Christina Chronicles. Don't know if people are hugely across that, but you know, it's a pretty good little mini series you do here on the podcast, isn't it, Dylan? Yeah. Don't call it a mini series. It's definitely a long series. <laughs> it's true. But I'm enjoying it. It is. We're about I was gonna say halfway through. We're not really halfway through, but no, we're definitely getting... not. We're getting to the good stuff, I think. So, well, we've had some good stuff already. We have had Ice some. Storm. It's going to be kind of more Christina focused too, though, which is really good. Yeah. yeah. Like she's definitely coming into her own. Definitely right. Blooming, if you will. Um, I want to thank Mark the Man for our theme song. Mm. As always. Exactly right. And also, I just mention I only like you in movies. My other podcast I do with Samay, my partner. Movies, reviews. <laughs> Dylan's just sighing over there. He's rolling his eyes. I mean, I like half of it. Like, Sine is amazing. I love love her thoughts and views on that podcast, but, yeah. Hmm. Okay, well, let's discuss this further off plot, I think, Dylan. Until next time. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.